self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and you are rocking with conversation con artists I want to let y'all know about our website, www.conversationconartists.com. I want you to go to that site so you can check out the links that we have to everything we're going to be talking about, as well as you can give us some feedback um, on the website. You go to the left, you'll see a little envelope. Hover over that. It'll give you an opportunity to get feedback. Subscribe to our newsletter. You know, do whatever you want to do. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also wanted to remind you that you can send us questions and we will answer them on the show. And we actually have two questions for this week. You ready to answer these questions? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. The first one is uh, kind of dating related. Kind of, I guess. Anyhow, if a guy buys me a drink, do I owe him something? I feel like they think I owe them something and I hate having them trail after me all night because of a cocktail. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> you don't owe anybody anything. No, you don't. Here's the thing about about men buying drinks. When you buy a woman a drink, you're uh, you're buying this drink under the awareness that she may or may not be interested in you, right? You're buying her this drink because you want an opportunity to talk to her, you you know. But there's no guarantee that that shit is going to happen, right? I didn't ask you for anything. I'm sitting here minding my business and a waitress comes over and says, hey, here's this drink. Or, hey, such and such wants to buy you a drink. Now, one could argue that if a woman accepts the drink, well, it depends on, the, I guess, how it's done. Most of the time, the waitress because they want to know what you're drinking the waitress will come over um and tell you that or sometimes because i've had this happen where the waitress already knew what i was drinking and she just brings over whatever that was another but one of those so it's like i didn't even get a chance to say no no thanks because they already made the drink and brought it to me yeah so no i don't know why men do that <laughs> like i don't know why there's this expectation that i, I don't want you shit like you should pr- gauge it a little better maybe like learn a lesson from this but i don't owe anything because you decided to take it upon yourself to buy a drink that i did not request listen did not ask for i probably didn't even see you most of the time i don't even <laughs> where you're in the place ma'am listen you can buy a drink which means you're at least 21 this means you grown on a scale of people that owe you things at least perceptually at the top is your mama your daddy your family what's next your church your community your job your job (laughs) you don't owe them nothing you don't owe none of them nothing now perceptually if you want to feel like you owe them something or that they deserve something for what they have contributed to you give it to them on the very bottom of that scale is a nigga that buy you a drink. Okay? <laughs> so, if somebody buy you a drink, no, you don't owe him anything. Now, you can, that can be a segue into conversation. Mm-hmm. You know? And if that conversation goes well, it can turn into 
something more on your terms. But if a man feels like he owes you something for that, which is very possible that a man feel like he oh, that yeah. you owe him something. Oh, yeah. that you know, a lot. that's a, that's just a sense of that misogynistic entitlement. Yeah. As a man in America, he feels like he deserves something from you for, you know, buying a drink. But it's on your it's on I mean, and you can turn down a drink. You absolutely can. Yeah, like, you can you say, you know, Tell the gentleman whoever bought me this drink that I'm not interested. I'm not interested. <laughs> or if he says, "Let me buy you a drink," you can turn that down and say, "No, no, I don't. Not necessarily into that drink." You can do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take the drinks, you know. But I just think it would be courteous that if you do accept the drink, at least conversation, you know. But I mean, in the same vein, if his breath smell like donkey ass <laughs> and and he really ain't got no coherent thoughts and he's just really not making sense or you know he asks you let's get out of here then you know if you could say no thank you yeah and finish that drink <laughs> did you watch comic view on bet when it used to come on i did little duval had that song set to music's just friends where it's like uh we go together because I bought you a drink or something. I to remember. That I'm starting to remember that because um, you, you're talking about it. Yeah, like that is the epitome. His, that whole song is how some men feel about purchasing a drink for somebody. But again, that is something that was initiated on his end of things. Like women don't ask for drinks most of the time. And in the situation, it sounds like she's talking about you sitting at the table. And again, I I've had people offer me drinks i've never had a man come over and do it himself usually they will do it via the um waitress because it's safer (laughs) than coming over themselves um but i mean i don't owe you shit because it is a little seven dollars are you serious like that i don't owe you nothing not a thing um so no you don't owe anything now if you want to give conversation sure if you don't don't I wouldn't accept a drink personally if I'm not, because I don't want to be bothered. And most men do feel like you owe them something. So to avoid all of that, I would just be like, no, thanks. I'm good. Tell them thank you, but no. Listen, man, you don't need a drink. <laughs> you, if you want to have a conversation with a lady, just go ask her for conversation. Well, that's easier said than done. I'm that's- just saying, <laughs> if she don't want to have a conversation with you, a $7 drink ain't going to get it you, either. You're right. You're just going to spend so your money. <laughs> you might as well go from the bottom up. You might as well go from free to money. <laughs> you start at Work free. Way up. You start with, hey, how are you doing? My name is such and such. Would you like to have a, a conversation about something? You know, she going to say no. If she say no, she not going to say yes because of a $7 drink. I promise you. No. It's just not going to happen. It's not. It's absolutely 100% not going to happen. You might as well not invest that $7. No. And you just try to go have a conversation. And then, you know what? If she invites you to conversation, then ask her, what are you drinking? You know what? Here you go. I'll take care of the next round or two. Yeah. You know, play it safe, gentlemen. (laughs) I know $7 is not a big investment, but $7 is enough clearly to make you feel like you're entitled to something. Yeah, to some people it is. (laughs) It was 70 But yeah So to answer your question though, you do that Or anything um, The next question Was pretty simple It was just What is our favorite movie Which Oh well It sounds simple But it's really not Because I own 
and this is not an exaggeration, over 400 like DVDs and Blu-rays. I watch a shit ton of movies. So a favorite is just not really possible. <laughs> and it fluctuates depending on my mood. I could give some movies that I like a lot, but not a favorite. Okay. So, should we do genres? Oh, uh, okay. Okay, I don't have genres in my head to you be ass. comfortable with that, but <laughs> I don't know. I think I could think of it on the fly. Uh, so, what about drama? My favorite drama. I don't see drama is such a weird one because I, I guess it depends on your, your definition of drama I think would Love Jones be considered a drama a dramatic movie yeah Love Jones probably uh, I don't like I think because I work as a therapist like I don't really I don't like a lot of like like people like John Q and shit like that I don't like a mm-hmm. lot of that I deal with that enough right so yeah. the drama that I have to that I watch has to be pretty surface because I get enough drama at work I ain't trying to do that on <laughs> my free time so probably Love Jones that's one of my favorite like romantic dramas I don't even know I don't even know why I asked it like that about drama yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a drama that I like Gone Girl was that a drama was that a suspense thriller that was more a suspense thriller that was a good ass movie though that bitch was crazy yeah like she was insane yeah I've never it was amazing if you haven't seen Gone Girl please go see it, it go is, watch Gone Girl go, it good. should be you could probably get it on Redbox it is a very good movie and you know what if if the reason that you have not watched Ben Affleck movies for the last 10 years has been because of how terrible Daredevil was then don't worry about that with Gone Girl. Just watch it. Yeah. Just watch Gone Girl. And it ain't really... It's more about her than it is him. I mean... I don't care. It was a point where Ben Affleck is a part of something. I don't want it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He ruined something Marvel for me. And it probably wasn't him. Writing, directing, a bunch of other things went into it. But you know what? <laughs> he was the face of that horrid mess he known was. as the original Daredevil yeah. movie. He was. So, unfortunate. So he owed me for Batman. He owed me. Specifically, directly, he better do it right. I, you know, I'm a Superman girl, so I'm hoping he fucks that to shit because I'm not a Batman fan. We've discussed this at length, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm rooting for it to be horrible. I'm rooting for him to do a terrible, terrible Mm-mm. job because I'm all about Superman. Because he owes. He does, he does, but I still hope it's a shit movie. But let's just do movies. Let's not do genres because that's gonna be too <laughs> difficult. Okay. So I think we share Guardian of the Galaxies. Yeah, I love that movie. That movie is awesome. It's amazing. It's hilarious. I was walking around saying I am Groot for like the <laughs> longest, getting on everybody's nerves. The soundtrack is ridiculous. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, yeah. So that's definitely one of my favorites. I like uh, Mr. and Miss Smith. Oh yeah, that I is. That one. I like. I just like the dynamic of the uh, Brad Pitt and Angela Jolie in that movie. It was, yeah. I like that. I have that one on DVD. Um, visually, okay. Visually, I liked Avatar. It was a very not great movie. Like the concept behind the movie. Mm-hmm. Visually, it's one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen in my life. Like it was gorgeous. The sets, it was beautiful. The uh, plot of the movie, eh? Like they searching for some shit called unobtainium. I, it was a lot, but <laughs> it was a gorgeous movie. And I'll watch it sometime just for like the backdrop because it's just so pretty. 
but I didn't really care for the plot of the movie so much. Um, I like the Avengers. I like Coming to America. Yes. Clearly, like you gotta like that movie. She's man. your queen <laughs> <laughs> to be. Yeah. You gotta love it. Yeah. That was great. I liked that. Let's see what else. I got. I, it's so many movies. Like. <sighs> I like a lot of Samuel Jackson movies. Yeah, movies I just like him hearing him. And I like Quentin Tarantino. I like the Kill Bills. I like yeah. Pulp Fiction. Yep. I like Django. It I ain't was, watched it. I mean, black. I just black sugar movies ain't my one of the easiest thing to watch, but I like. I haven't even seen it. I refuse to watch it. It's on Netflix, and I just won't watch it. Um, I like quirky movies. I watch a lot of ID Channel. Whole lot of ID Channel. Scare the shit out of myself regularly. <laughs> um, uh, there's a movie if you have Amazon Prime. I told you about this movie called <laughs> The Voices with Ryan Reynolds in it. Oh yeah. Uh, only reason I really like that movie is one, just the therapist in me appreciates the subject matter, and two, because of the dynamics between the cat being evil and the dog being good. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. <laughs> Go and, and check out the voices because the shit is the animals are, are what make it funny. Evil means realistic. No. Good means stupid. The cat <laughs> was evil as shit, <laughs> and the dog was a, it was like. The devil and the angel. The cat was the devil, and the dog was the angel. The cat was evil. Have you watched it yet? Mm-mm. You've got to watch it, man. <laughs> you got to watch it since you're such a cat person. It it rang true to life to me because cats are evil. Mm-hmm. But um, so I like little off beat. I think that was like a independent film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like stuff like that. I'll, oh, I'll, I like that movie, The Island. I hadn't seen the island. You haven't seen the island? Mm-mm. Oh, it's a Michael Bay film. With um, Ewan McGregor. I I remember it. I just and Scarlett didn't. Johansson. Yeah, I that remember it, but I didn't watch it. That is a good movie. It's like a good original concept too. Yeah, that's what I like. Oh, District Nine. Speaking of original I liked concept, District, District Nine, Nine was good. That was a very different take on like the whole alien thing, where the aliens were. And you know what? I really feel like that's some shit we would do. Yeah. I feel like the aliens would come down and we would basically enslave their asses. Like I feel like. <laughs> If we were, that's what we would do. They weren't even really enslaved. Well, they just became another poverty-stricken yeah. group, like the poorest. Yeah. That would be creepy, man. This would be creepy to have mainland around. Yeah, it would. <laughs> but weren't they like locked? They couldn't leave. Weren't they? They spaceship couldn't leave Earth's atmosphere. No, no. But weren't they contained in like just that area in District Nine? Weren't they? They weren't able yeah, to leave there. I think they could leave. I don't know. I, I was, Other people had got access to aliens. Like at yeah. one point, they they were showing Africans that were eating the aliens because they thought they were gonna get stronger or whatever. But ew. So um, I mean, they could get away, or either they got kidnapped or something. I don't yeah, know. I feel like I I don't know. I hadn't seen it in a while, but I did like that. Just I like movies that because all movies now, especially, it's just regurgitating the same kind of plot. So when I see one that has like a different take on the same kind of an idea, I like that. Like yeah. I liked um. Dracula the Untold did you see that you told me about it loved that because it was like the origin story for Dracula and it made him not so terrible more relatable yeah like at least at some point in his career and he was a badass Um, the visuals in that movie were really good too so Dracula Untold is one of my 
Uh, and I don't even it wasn't really horror to me because I don't really watch horror movies mm-hmm. so it did it felt more like suspense I mean than horror even though he you know vampire I mean I don't know well I gotta go back to say that everything Marvel DC DC Marvel animated or not animated I love all that yeah. stuff like Deadpool was great go I still see gotta Deadpool. go see that because yeah. I love Ryan Reynolds is the best smart ass like he if you need somebody to play a smart ass he is the person to get him and um iron man fuck what's his name <laughs> when you said it i want to say tony stark what? right away but robert downey jr <laughs> robert downey jr those two are very good at being like snarky and i love it um so i gotta go see and robert downey jr is like the best comeback story because he had a career then went down drugs and just terrible and then and boom came back and <laughs> yeah. and no, i I can't see anybody else playing Tony Stark. Like, he is Iron Man for me now. Because yeah. he does such a good job of it that I just, that's who I want to see play Iron Man from now on. Yeah. For the Avengers movies, and it needs to be him. Now, I'm not going to say I love everything Marvel and DC because you know how I feel about Captain America, and I'm not going to get into that right now. That we could do a whole show. I'm not here for him. I think he whack as shit, and I. Will not watch any of his movies. I refuse. I fucking hate something, him. Something about Captain America has infiltrated her childhood, or <laughs> something happened. Like maybe she got you got attacked by some kind of animal. You got attacked by a cat while Iron, while Captain America was on the TV and straight PTSD. I just don't understand. I just think he's whack. It's like, one thing to say you know I don't care for this character, no, but I like hate him. You have this hatred like this. He's marginally stronger than the average man. And who the fuck walks around with a shield? Like he just whack. He's just whack. I I he bores me to tears. I hated his part. I love the Avengers movie. Hated his parts I just I'm not a Captain America fan I just don't like him Listen, I would watch Batman you know how I feel about Batman I can accept Batman before I accept Captain America I just can't listen Red if if a man came up to you to court you or you know to ask you out that was frozen in the 1930s (laughs) and just came back today you'd be creeped out you wouldn't get it you wouldn't understand that's just how he would be. He I walking mean, around with a shield because he's from the 30s. Still whack. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep having this conversation if we talk about Captain America. Uh, we, we could do a whole Marvel. If y'all want us to do like a Marvel DC show, we probably could do an entire show based yeah. on that. Seriously. So, um, I'm going to end that quick. We'll be on this forever. Yeah. We don't basically, basically, we don't have a favorite movie. We have a bunch of movies that we like. But if you would like a question answered on the show, you can either send it through the email, which is conversation call artist with an S at gmail.com, or send it through the website. Uh, and if you want us to do like a DC Marvel show, leave that on the website and we'll do it because we absolutely could i have yeah. a lot we have a lot of debating that we can do <laughs> about the different characters so um yeah that's going to be it for the letters and i guess we're going to get into some unnatural selection i mean i guess I'll just lead off with kanye um Kanye's lost his fucking mind essentially there's so many facets to this i mean you have him 
releasing the album when he wasn't supposed to because it was supposed to be title exclusive and it was available for scre- streaming everywhere and of course motherfuckers been pirating it and so now people got copies even though he pulled it back and it's only on title people still have it um then there was the whole i'm like 53 million dollars in debt um there was the whole taylor swift fiasco and let me just say this that made me angry for two reasons okay mm-hmm. One, I think it was just he's an asshole for doing the line and it was disrespectful. Two, I can't stand Taylor Swift and he keeps making her into a fucking martyr. Stop that. Please stop that. You make people feel bad for it. It just because every time she wins something, I think what irritates her about irritates me about her is every time she wins something, it's like, oh, my God, me. Really? Bitch, you done won like 50-something awards. Like, at this point, stop with the false modesty. Like, okay, people love you. I I don't get it, but they do. Please stop that. So, I, it pissed me off because he was an asshole move. But two, he just keep making her into this little victim. And I'm tired of it. Stop it. Like, first it was snatching the mic from her. And now you talking about fucking her in songs. It's too much. It's too much. Um, And I heard that Chris his mother-in-law is supposed to be doing some damage controlling as much as you know i don't really give a shit about that family i will say she's very good at that because she took her daughter making that sex tape and created an entire empire behind it so i guess if anybody could help him fix this shit it would be her but his ghostwriter quit like something he really is like having a meltdown his ghostwriter was like he needs help like he's he's like I can't work with him anymore. He was on Twitter and was like, because people were like, oh, um, I can't remember what his name is. Is it Sage? No idea. Sage the something. He um. Sage the Gemini. I think so. I seen that name. I think that's who his ghostwriter was. And people were like, oh, he should have got him to like write his speeches. But he, he was like, no, I can't. You know, he he need a lot of help. He got some stuff going on. So, yeah, I, I I just don't understand. Kanye, this is what happens when you when you need assistance and, and you got yes men around you and nobody's really trying to help. Um, it's just sad to watch this. I I didn't listen to the life of Pablo or the story of Pablo or whatever the fuck the name that I tried is. to listen to it. I just people say they like it. I tried to listen to it through uh, registering for title. Yeah, it went. My registration would never go through. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, they gave a free trial, a month free trial. You know, oh, okay. I was gonna cancel that whole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was not going to let that charge my card or nothing like that. But I just wanted to listen to Kanye album and see what title was about. So yeah. since it was a free month, I was finna even sign up for the hot five nineteen ninety nine. Oh yeah, and then cancel that whole. But. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It, would it wouldn't go through. No, it wouldn't go through with PayPal and wouldn't go through with my car. So I was like, it's not meant to be. I'm not supposed to listen to Kanye. I I don't really want to hear it. I, I haven't really cared for Kanye since I think I said this last week, the graduation, that whole set, that era of Kanye. I haven't like been here for his music since then. So I'm not really trying to listen to the life of Pablo. I might at some point after it's like available to stream on like Spotify. Um, I might listen to it then just just to listen to it, but I'm definitely not. Like he just he got too much. He doing too much. He doing way too much. 
And I feel like we're watching him have a meltdown. And I just don't know where this is going to end. But it ain't going nowhere good. Kanye is probably bipolar. Yeah, I can see that. And he has manic episodes. Yep. And he probably had depressive episodes. And I think that we just get to experience these the manic. little surges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of this Twitter Oh he just God. can't stop. Yeah. He can't stop himself from posting this stuff. Yeah. Now he's talking about suing the Pirate Bay for hosting copies of his album. Yeah. $53 million in, billion dollars in debt, million dollars in debt, billion, and yeah. asking Mark Zuckerberg via Twitter to Help fund him. him. Yeah. You know? And Do then, a GoFundMe. <laughs> and then not showing up at the Grammys because... He wanted his album. He said he wasn't showing up unless his album was going to win album of the year, and it wasn't even nominated. Kanye, I, I I could see the bipolar. I absolutely could see that. You know, we see the manic episode because that's what's usually you know the depression you wouldn't really necessarily yeah. see, but that mania, you'll see that. So I could see that. that you probably add unresolved grief to that. Yeah. You add it's so many things you can add to it. You yeah. add Twitter beef to that. You know what I'm saying? You just keep adding stuff to it, and you're gonna get a person that's incoherent, a person that spews out whatever they want to, a person that you gonna get Kanye. Yeah, basically. You know, and then add narcissism and add all this other he stuff. He got a lot going on. And he said he said he talked to Taylor Swift about that line. Oh, no, he said she came. He talked to her and she came up with it. She was okay with it and she helped him come up with it. And when he said that, I already knew it was bullshit then. Because there is no way that America's little sweetheart. No, the fuck out of here. Like, I never believed that. The only. This is how I believe it went down. I believe he called Taylor Swift and said, Hey, Taylor, you know, I've been trying to, you know, smooth over this whole thing with you the whole time. I got a new album coming out. I just wanted to get your input on a line that, you know, we can kind of, you know, go with. And at the end of that conversation, the line was, you know, we're cool. We're friends. There's no problem. <laughs> you know, we, you know, can work together. And then it, and when he did, when he spit the line out, that's what he said. It became mm-hmm. him fucking her and him owning her fame or she I famous because of him. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I think at the end, I think when he got in the booth, he was like, that's exactly what she said. <laughs> I just think it that wouldn't delusion. surprise me if, yes, he's delusional about, like, what he's experiencing in life. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't me. surprise me either. At all. But I wish he would stop because, again, all he does is make her to this little victim. And if I have to hear one more time about poor little tape, like, I... Okay, again, I can admit that it was an asshole thing for him to do, but I'm just tired of her. Like, I just... Anytime I'm going through my radio, because I listen to lots of genres of music, so anytime I'm going through it, a Taylor Swift song come on, it's getting changed. I can't. She irritates me for some reason. She irritates the what shit Taylor out of Swift me. Do to you? I just don't like her. I don't. I don't. From the jump, I have never really liked her. Okay. I've never really liked. I think, and and I hate seeing her at award shows because again, every time she wins, it's like, oh my god, me. Really? Like, bitch, again, you win every year. Like, you're not surprised. We're not surprised. Nobody's surprised. Stop pretending. Like, it's annoying. She's just, she just irritates me. (laughs) And what also irritated me about her is that she has. I mean, I guess this is good for her, but she's garnered such a reputation for herself. Now, any other pop star in the business that, like, dates, serially dates, 
motherfuckers as much as Taylor Swift jumped from man to man would be labeled all kind of shit. Nobody had shit to say about Taylor Swift. Like, she did dated so many people. Job, she just went from man. Like, I think she's with um Calvin Harris now. But she just went from, like, dude to dude to dude. And ain't nobody had shit to say. Now, had that been Britney, shit, they did do that to Britney. <laughs> Anybody else would have been labeled all kind of shit. Because Taylor's America's sweetheart, nobody cared. Like nobody cared that she was just she that good. She got the X factor. I don't know. She uh, she gets on my nerves. But yeah, pork. You know, I feel bad for Kanye, and I think that he is spiraling. And again, I don't know where, if he don't get help soon. I don't know where it's going in because he seems even less in control of himself than he has been. And he, you know, he always been doing crazy shit. But this is just like a bad spiral. It seems yeah. so. I don't know, but um, I'm gonna listen to the album though. You let me know how it is, cause I'm holding off. I'm just not really here for I it. I mean, it's, I don't know what it's gonna be, but <laughs> it gotta be better than Jesus. Oh and shit! I, like I said, I ain't like nothing since after his mama passed away. Yeah. But I want to hear it to see what it's about. The last interview I heard him in before his album made me hopeful that maybe we'll get some decent work of art outside of you know. Just something similar to the first three. Maybe. I Hopefully. So. You let me know and then I'll I'll just decide if I'm gonna listen to it from there. Alright. But um I guess we'll keep up um uh, keep going with the whole um musical artist. Um so y'all still mad about Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And by y'all, I mean police and white people, because black folks is just running around with hot sauce in their bag <laughs> swag, so they not upset about it. But, well, some black people are, because, okay, so this is twofold. First of all, everybody's still talking about her video is anti-police, and they're still upset about it, and they did a protest in New York, and only three people showed up because people love Beyonce. Um, and she also has been having trouble getting... Um, security for her shows because again they mad talking about her video was anti-police which i don't see it being that at all and then secondly black folks some black people are mad because they question the sincerity behind the video and it's like you want her to do something when she wasn't making any kind of statements now she was doing stuff behind the scenes like they did a lot for trayvon martin's family um they just didn't publicize a bunch of stuff. The concert but, proceeds will be going uh, to Flint, yep. Michigan. So they do a lot behind the scenes. They just don't publicize. When that was going on, it's like, oh, you know, she's not using her platform. And, oh, she could be doing so much more. She does the video, and it's uh, she ain't sincere. She's just doing that to get records. Like It's like you want her to do something, but you want her to do it in the way you feel like she should. Problem with that is the way that people feel like she should do it it's gonna vary from person to person. There's no way that she's gonna like encompass everything that everybody feels like she should do as far as like the movement is concerned. So I feel like I'm not again. I'm not a member of the Beehive, but I feel like she's kind of in a catch twenty two position where it's like if I do something, I'm not sincere. I'm doing it for insincere reasons, according to y'all. If I don't do something, I'm not aware. I'm not you know helping my people. Like it's just it's a lot, but. Again, that video, there was nothing. The song most definitely was not anti-police. The the song had nothing to do. The video and the song didn't match anyway. So I feel like when people say that, they're obviously talking about the video because they can't be talking about the song. And it wasn't anti. I mean, if she had folks in there shooting the police or if she had, you know what I'm saying? I could see you saying that. There was nothing anti-police to me about that video. I don't get it. 
Me either. Like. I don't, I mean, it's just a self-defense mechanism. Something to invalidate a perspective of a group of people in America. And there is no one size fits all response to anything that police officers do. So when and it it goes to that idea that black people, especially other cultures, too, but black people in this context context have been put under a microscope for so long that we can't even be regarded as individuals. Yeah, we are regarded as a group. And once you identify what you want to believe about what you think the group is saying, it must apply to all black people. It must apply to everybody that's saying Black Lives Matter. I mean, different people in Black Lives Matter feel different about their version of the movement. Yeah. Every police officer feel different about the reason that they're doing it and how they're supposed to carry their job out. Every Walmart employee, for everybody that exists that is a part of a group or a job or organization, they all differ in how that exists. It's going to be extremes. Yep. It's going to be people on the, on one extreme, a lower extreme, that don't care enough to even come to none of the meetings, but say they support Black Lives Matter because they got a t-shirt. Yep. And it's going to be people on the other end talking about kill police officers. Yeah. But most other people in any of these systems are normal, regular people that want true change. Yep. In a police system, most of the people are probably decent people, and there are extremes. You know what I'm saying? An extreme version of is somebody that will maliciously kill somebody because they got a problem with them. Yep. On the other extreme is somebody who just don't really involve themselves in that kind of stuff. Most other people in all these systems in the middle. So my problem is with how the dialogue is fed to the masses. It's yeah. fed as if everybody that say Black Lives Matter is anti-police yeah. and is anti-other people. That's just the dialogue that they have. And you know, the truth of the matter is, if I support Black Lives Matter and I look in the mirror and I know what I mean by Black Lives Matter, I really don't care what they think about what I think at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, but just the people that's not going to research and the people that's not going to understand, it's just irresponsible to have that and mass confusion And they be the ones that it. talk the loudest, the ones who don't have an understanding or who are not going to research it so that they can get a better understanding. Those are the ones who talk the loudest usually, the most ignorant, like, shut up, what are you... So, yeah. Like that. What's that lady name from the uh, Jay-Z drug dealer? Oh, shit. Tommy, whatever her last name is. Charlemagne did a very good job of shutting her down. I was a little concerned because, you know, Charlemagne get a lot of pocket. You I know, know what, what Charlemagne was going to do. You I don't said, know what oh, he's going to say. This eight, I don't normally watch 18-minute videos, but I need to watch this. Yeah, he did a good job, though. Yeah, he, he did. He did very good. He surprised me. Um, that, you know, you're 23 years old, ma'am. So... You were one don't have an understanding of what Black Panthers were from being there because your ass wasn't alive. And I guarantee from just listening to you, you have not done any research on your own as to what they actually were. And it goes back to the same. There were there are extremes in any kind of a situation. And you are focusing on that because you, you don't know anything else because you haven't done the research. So. You know, a 23-year-old speaking about Black Panthers, I'm less inclined, especially with mm-hmm. the way that she speaks about mm-hmm. it, I'm less inclined to listen to I you. I mean, in that dialogue, it, it, it kind of seemed when he started talking about the Black Panthers, it seemed like she started pulling back on her assertiveness of knowing what 
the Black Panthers were. Yeah. Because it was evident that she didn't she did do any know. research nope. about what the Black Panthers just were. She just took on this dialogue of America of they're saluting the Black Panthers. The Black Panthers just wanted to kill police officers. Yep. No, the Black Panthers. You know, he, he just did a good job. He did a very good job. Very good job. I was surprised because Charlemagne get out of pocket a lot. <laughs> so, um, the last thing that I have is. <laughs> I don't understand why we can't have nice things. Okay, <laughs> like I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, if y'all remember that photo that went around the virally with the mom and her twin daughters, that people were like, "Oh, guess who the mother is?" Because the mom is just aging so gracefully that they all three look like triplets. Like she looked sixteen when she was actually, I think, thirty-five. So a white mother and daughter in England decided. Now, first of all, I, I think I feel like I need to stress the fact that the black mom and her twin daughters did not they didn't make their picture viral. One of the daughters posted it on Instagram. Other people got a hold to it and it just got circulated. They had nothing to do with that. They weren't even attempting to do that. It just happened. Now, this white mother and daughter did attempt to make their own picture and their own little situation viral themselves by going on some little show some english show and a pic their picture circulated around as well now the problem with this is it's very obvious who is the mother of the two of these <laughs> these these ladies okay mom is about the same age. i think she's 35 36 years old looks much older than that they both wore the same outfit just trying super hard to like show that they look like and they look nothing alike had on the same outfit both of them crinkled their hair first of all who the fuck still crinkles their hair in 2016 like you got this whole 80s thing going on but the internet drugged the shit out of them like because we obviously know which one of you is the mother and the daughter doesn't have a, a chin she got this really weird Long, yeah, make her neck look situation longer. going on. <laughs> look like she got giraffe neck and chin, <laughs> and she's thin. Like I don't understand. Like she just don't have a chin. It's weird. But yeah, the internet drugged them. Um, because yeah. so they it went viral, just not in the way that they were wanting it to go. Uh, but the the moral of the story is, you know, I don't know if it's the. If we take care of ourselves, I don't know if it's the melanin. I don't know what it is. It's the melanin. We, One. <laughs> melanin is great. We age extremely gracefully. Um, That's because the melanin block all yeah. the, the damage that the UV rays do because sun is very powerful thing. And we don't, we don't, like, on purpose. Like, they lay out in the sun to get a tan. Like, they purposefully expose themselves to the sun so that they can brown their skin. So... Uh, they expose themselves to a lot more UV rays that we don't lay out. Uh, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. We just we do we age gracefully. And the thing is, you don't even have to do that because the sun is powerful enough on its own. Just going out to your car every day to do that damage. When you laying out in the sun, you really trying to get melanoma. <laughs> you trying to get skin cancer out here. <laughs> and it shows, like your skin starts looking leathery and yeah. like it, it's a lot. So. <laughs> Moral of the story is you can't just do stuff because you see other people doing it. Like that's just not how that works. And let me let me tell y'all something. There is no algorithm, equation, or anything for the internet. Okay, the internet has a life of its own. Basically. You're either going to naturally become something great, or you're going to intentionally become a 
<laughs> or example <laughs> for people not to do shit like this. Basically. It's gonna be one or the other. Yes. The only thing I seen that became viral on purpose was that Jimmy Kimmel video. Which one? Of that the girl twerking and oh, then somebody yeah. opened the door and she fell in the fire. Oh, that was yeah. a Jimmy Kimmel skit. But it went viral before anybody knew yeah. that it was his situation. He yeah. the only one, but I bet he can't do it again. No. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you take a bunch of chances, something is going to go viral. Yeah. But it's not going to go the way you want it to. No. And we see that on the internet all the time. You see people who think they're doing something great, doing something wonderful. Y'all go look at the comments. The comments will tell you the truth. People drug the shit out of them. Like, it was so... It was hilarious. Because, again, the black, the black mother and her daughters... They did not do that on purpose. They were living their life. The girl posted it on Twitter and people just got a hold of it because they did look so similar. Like, that picture is amazing. I hope I age like her. Like, she looks amazing. She did look like her daughters and she, I saw an interview that they did because at first, I really thought it was like one of them little gag things. Yeah. I thought they were all close in age. <laughs> like, I didn't even think one of them was the mother when I saw it. I yeah. really didn't. Um, Just happened naturally. Yeah, and they did an interview and the mom was talking. Now, when she talks, you can tell that she's older than them because mm-hmm. uh, she just sounds more mature than they do. So you can tell that she talked, but just looking at them and she was like, she get, that happens all the time when they're out together that people think that she's like their sister. And I can see that, but this white mother and daughter, no ma'am. Mm-mm. Nope. This is unrelated, but kind of related. There is a subsection of Reddit mm-hmm. that is like roast me. <laughs> and people put up their pictures and people just roast them all Aww. day. It's crazy. Why would you expose yourself to that? I'm like, what the fuck? I look like posted a picture for people to roast me. It happens bad enough when it's accidentally, but I'm gonna purposefully do I'm this. I'm telling shit? you, like, if that's you, crazy. If I need to laugh, I'm gonna have it's to It's hilarious. That. You yeah, don't I'm have sure the friend. I'll send you a link. That's so hilarious. It's wow. messed up too. Oh, they be killing these people. People the internet is unforgiving. Because people can say things that will get them punched in the face in real life over the internet. And so they're a lot more braver. And they they like kids. The way kids will say whatever the fuck they want to say to you because they don't understand yet that you it's not okay for you to tell somebody that they're fat or that you think they're ugly or that they're bald or whatever the case may be because mm-hmm. they haven't learned that filter yet. This is how people are on the internet. They don't give a shit because they know you can't do nothing to them. I can say whatever it is I want. They are unforgiving. So don't put yourself out there like that on purpose. Now, if the shit happens, happens and you weren't trying to do it okay but you purposefully saying hey look me and my daughter look exactly alike no the fuck y'all don't not sure at all don't. just said she aging like cottage cheese out here i hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i hate you so much for that hilarious that is all I have for natural selection for this week. I'm gonna end on that note. I'm gonna end on she's she aging like cottage cheese. <laughs> okay, I got some deliberate nonsense out here for you though. Uh, <sighs> the first thing I got to talk about is Doctor Love. I just it's Malachi Love. I don't know if y'all heard this story, but it's I don't a, know how you could not have heard it. <laughs> it's an 18 year old boy that has been. Black male, which makes it even more surprising <laughs> that he was able to pull this shit off. 18-year-old black male perpetrating as a doctor. Not only just a doctor, a gynecologist. On his website, it got almost every therapy you can name. It, it's got like, you know, psychotherapy. 
It's got electrotherapy. It's got natural air, water, earth, healing. What the fuck does that even <laughs> mean? I don't know. When I read that shit, I was like, what does that even mean? I don't know. This is, a, And then, one of the comments he released was saying that I don't know why these allegations are being brought against me. I've been practicing for 36 years. And... Well, well, well. He's been practicing for how long? 36 years. He's 18 years old. Exactly. How the fuck did he manage that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How do you, why do you do, I don't know why somebody does this, but how do you get away with, nobody asked this kid, hey, you, where's your birth certificate? Because he looks, he looks younger than 18, honestly. He looks young enough to be like, hey, where your mama at? Basically. Hey, where your mama? Like, and he out here opening up like a he center. He opened his own center. This wasn't him weaseling his way into a, <laughs> a standing practice. He opened his own fucking practice. What? How is that even? And another thing that he's saying is, well, I never said that I was a medical doctor. Let me tell you something about how this works. Because you cannot practice medicine without a license. And you are presenting yourself to provide medical services and you are referring to yourself as doctor then the reasonable and logical assumption is that by doctor you mean medical professional and not doctor of philosophy or whatever the f first of all i don't believe he's a doctor of anything <laughs> he is 18 years old I, now there are there are there young people that are extremely intelligent that get their degrees extremely early yes do I think this is one of them situations? Hell no. I think that he got some kind of... I'm not going to say he's a sociopath. He got something going on that... Because he's done this a number of times. This is like the whole reason why they were investigating him in the first place. Because he got caught because they sent an undercover officer in posing as a patient. And yeah. this is how they caught him. It's because he's done this twice before. He... Went to a hospital, stole a lab coat, went in on this woman's uh, obstetrician uh, appointment, pretending to be a doctor, and got caught doing that. And then he had another incident where he was he was he had a lab coat and he was following doctors around for for a month. That's what he said. Like, and he said they knew that he, would, but they didn't. Well, the where well, the hospital said that he was there following them around oh, for a month. Did, oh, okay. But they said that he never he never got any per patients personal information you know because that's what the hospital well, gonna they, be that's concerned what they have, well and that's they what they're concerned to, about they gotta say they, gotta they can't say have that. a stranger violate hippo yeah. they violate hippo if they can let just some random person come in and dress up like a doctor and see clients and stuff but, and that but that's the reason why i question if that's even true because for the hospital to admit that he just came in with a lab coat and was doing shit would be a huge violation of hipaa and they couldn't stand that's for what that. I'm saying. so like, i don't even know that that's true i feel like that's the hospital covering their own ass but i don't i i don't feel like they were letting him shadow I'm just the doctor. Because like, well, they don't even do... I, like, interns get to do that. I, I don't know that they well, have... Well, when I've been in a hospital, you can righteously, as a regular person, walk into somebody's room, pick up that chart, read that name, yep. read all that information. You can... Any regular person can do that. So, I'm pretty sure he had access to some documentation and stuff that he ain't got no business yeah. having access to. But not only that, but this kid been in interviews. Yeah. You know, talking about this situation. And, you know, he handled himself well. I was just thinking, like, I mean, just listening to him in the interview. Clearly, all this stuff he's doing is stupid, yes. weird, and crazy. Yes. But the way that he's been responding to reporters, the way that he was having interviews, he is far more gathered than I was at 18. At 18 years old, I would not have been able to pull 
nothing off like this. He seems delusional too, though. Like I don't know. He's just have you seen Catch Me right. If You Can? Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, and he just went out there pretending that he was a doctor just to be a doctor. Like that's what it remind me of. Yeah. But it made me say he gotta have been. He gotta be charismatic to have. This dude out of $10,000 It reminds me more of the talented Mr. Ripley Did you ever see that Mm-mm. with uh, Matt Damon Where he was running around Pretending to be um, he, he pretended to be An old school friend of I think it was Ben Affleck I think there was another movie that they were in together And he like Conned his daddy He conned Ben Affleck He conned, I think Gwyneth Paltrow was in it Very good, very charismatic But he was crazy as shit And I think he ended up killing um, ben Affleck in the end. That's how I see Dr. Love as being kind of a little off. Like, he's very charismatic, but it's like what's hiding underneath that concerns me. I mean, that's a thing. Because this dude that invested $10,000 in him, he just didn't do it blindly. This kid had to have said something to him. But the stupid thing is, he got support. <laughs> there are people supporting this kid. I read comments along the lines of, you know what? Don't let anybody tell you what you can't be and what you can't do. Uh, People can tell you that you can't fucking be a doctor if you haven't (laughs) been to school to be trained to be a doctor and gone through the process of becoming licensed. Like You can kill people. That's a serious thing. He didn't pretend to be a fucking banker or like he... (laughs) This is playing with people's lives. No, they can't tell you that you can't do that. They absolutely should tell you that you can't practice without a fucking license. You're 18 years old. Like your high school anatomy class does not fucking count. You no. Your ass ain't no Doogie Howser. Oh my god, no, that is scary as shit. But here's the thing, and this is just me personally. If I went to a new doctor that I had never been to before and walked in and I saw his ass, I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I'm. You not. I'm not gonna be able to let you. No. I'm gonna have to get another doctor. There's somebody else here who can see me because you look 12. And I don't trust it. I'm sorry. No. She just asked me if he's seen like some old TV shows. <laughs> like, have you ever heard of Punky Booster? <laughs> no. You're too young You're to be my doctor, bro. Too young bro. to be my fucking doctor. Um, I'm sorry. Reebok lightups. Reebok pumps. <laughs> no. Anything. Just key words. Words to be like. Be like Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> he gonna be like, excuse me, uh-uh. sorry, sir. No, Get me young. somebody else. Can't do it. Who else here? I wait. I mean, in the case that you got an older doctor that got an extreme baby face, that's gonna be important. But if you have a doctor with a baby face that's probably a baby, it's then a you know, yeah, that is insane. Like. And then uh, it's it's amazing to me that he's black and was able to do this. That people trusted him. That says a lot about his ability to carry himself well. Because that was another surprise to me is that he he's black and he was able to do this, pull this shit. Well, like off. nobody's complained. Even if he was seeing clients, they had complained. His staff had complained. No, this didn't happen because they got complaints. This no. happened because they just been happened to be following this kid. Yeah, because he had because uh, of the other incidents, and then they saw that it was the same person, and they sent the undercover in to pretend to be a patient, and that's how they called him. But and the way well his family called, his family called and said that he they they afraid that he was perpetrating the doctor. His folks called and was Damn. like, "Look, we creeped out, man. This." Our nephew, son, brother, cousin. He he out here with a medical center. We don't know where he got the money from, but he out here with a medical center. And we scared. He pretended like he a doctor. He did this shit before. It's 
obviously <laughs> something wrong with this kid. You know, like something ain't right there because who the fuck does this? Like you're 18, he could still he truly wanted to be a doctor. Like my old ass, it would be a little difficult for me to become a doctor at this point. It's not impossible, but the shit would take a whole lot of money, whole lot of time. I done got a little old for that. He's 18. If he literally wanted to be a doctor, he still could. He could go to school. Go to med school. He still could become a fucking doctor if he wanted to. But, he just want to bypass all of that and open up a center to but, treat people with air, water, and earth. The but fuck? it would also be more believable if you threw on a lab coat and started walking around a hospital because you don't look like you're damn 16 you're years true. old. That's just true. It, I could do it too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can put on a lab coat and go around and say doctor words <laughs> and people would believe me if I was confident enough. Yeah. But if a dude walk into my doctor, if my doctor walk in and he, he look like he's a teenager. Mohawk. Have you ever been to a doctor that had a mohawk? <laughs> this dude walking around with a mohawk. Like seriously. Like it's it's like a joke. Like it it is this real life. Like it's insane. He has a mohawk. And his picture, if y'all haven't seen the picture, he took like one of them senior portrait kind of poses. Like you can tell he young as fuck. You just I don't understand. It's like a colossal joke. And I'm waiting for the punchline. Like it's insane. <laughs> That's why you gotta go up and be like, Smurfs? No one think about the Smurfs. I need to see your degrees <laughs> on the wall. What is? Because he won't even tell him that he supposedly got a doctorate, but he won't say where it's from or what it's in. I need to. See, you need to have degrees on the wall because I look at that shit when I go into a doctor's office. I want to see where you got your degree from, what exactly it is in. Because I don't want you fucking me up. I don't care. I know that they have you know malpractice insurance and shit. I don't even want to go through that shit. I don't even want to have to sue you because I don't know what the fuck that's gonna mean for me in order to get there. So I I want to know where you went to school and what your degrees are. I need to see these credentials. Have that shit on the wall. And if you don't, that's a red flag. It's a problem. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> What's the story? A wishbone. There it is. <laughs> if he ain't saying wishbone at the end of that, it's a rap. <laughs> I'm sorry, Doc. <laughs> You're too young. And yep. You ain't doing it. I'm sorry. Not at all. That is such a crazy story. <laughs> like, I just don't. I don't know. The next story I got is uh, Aileen Pulley. I want to say that's the name of the Chicago... Black Lives Matter organizer that refused an opportunity to go to the White House because they thought that it was just a photo op for Black History Month and it wasn't really to address the issues surrounding the African-American community. And it would reinforce the idea, the false narrative that they are trying to do that, but they're not. It's crazy to me because to me, it just represents a missed opportunity. The thing I thought about is that President Obama is not going to be in the office for much longer. Mm -mm. And when he gets out of the office, he's going to need to do something. And he's going to be doing something that's not connected to the White House. Mm -hmm. He's going to be able to have more freedom to speak how he wants to. He can become a civil rights activist if he wants to. Mm -hmm. He can become a Black Lives Matter organizer. But when you already isolate yourself from a potential future relationship with that person because of your own ego and your own pride, because it's nothing wrong with not going and turning down an invite to the White House. Nothing wrong with that. But the problem is when you do that and then write an article about why you did it. You know what I'm saying? It is to draw some attention to yourself and it's to draw some to draw some attention to your cause. But it don't really represent the importance of the cause to you. To it, me. It that's goes what I feel like. back 
to what I said. I mean, I feel about this the same way I feel about what I said about Beyonce. You want there's a there's this oh he never says anything he never does anything they act like this isn't going on he does something and oh it's insincere oh they went about it the wrong way oh it's just a photo so again it's it's that situation of I want you to do something but I want you to do it in the way that I feel like you should do it and if you do it in any other way it's not sincere or it's not going to do anything and again the problem with that mentality is if you ask 10 different people, what is it that you think President Obama needs to do as far as Black Lives Movement is concerned or, or, or all of that? You're going to get probably 10 different answers. Everybody's going to feel differently about how they feel like this should be approached. So, to say, I mean, that's you put them in a situation where if I don't do anything, it's a problem. If I do something, I'm not sincere. So what do you do? I don't know. You just... Me it's just easy to be yourself. Yeah, it's not. You shouldn't come up with strategy as to how to address everybody. Yeah, it's just easy, most easy to be who you are and be congruent with yourself. And people who like it gonna like it, and people who don't ain't gonna like it. You know what I'm saying? But I just think that it represents a missed opportunity yeah, yeah. for someone to communicate with you know the president of the United States, which ain't always just a pleasure in itself. Just depending on I guess how you feel about the person or yeah. the context that you're communicating with them with. But this is a movement that was invited to the White House. This is a movement that they are saying is anti-police. Mm-hmm. That they made sure they invited to the White House. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. If, if that alone, if that alone isn't enough for you to see that this movement is potentially something that is going to ruffle some feathers. Black yeah. Lives Matter being at the White House will ruffle some police Hell feathers yeah. out there. But to turn down that opportunity is irresponsible to the movement. And I just think that that she probably represents, assuming that it's a woman, the name, I guess, sound like Iceland, Aislinn, I don't know, sound yeah, like a woman. Yeah, that sounds like a female. Um, it's just a missed opportunity that could have potentially, you know... And then President, it's that say from Chicago, he coming back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He is gonna be a library somewhere built. Oh hell yeah! In Chicago yep. for him. You know what I'm saying? Yep. This is just a missed opportunity. Basically, it's a missed opportunity. Again, I just don't feel like you should. You can say on the uh, one side of your mouth that oh they're not doing anything, and then out of the other side of their mouth oh well what they're doing is insincere. Well, what the fuck? Like yeah, like, which one do you want? You you gonna lose out something. You gonna yeah. you can't get everything you want in these nope. situations. You can't get everything it's not you want. Possible. You can't get sincere, genuine invite into that world and and have it be everything you want it to be versus it being insincere, planned out, methodical. But you got to get a little something out of it. You got to weigh out which one of them you gonna yeah. get. And you know might not always turn out your way, but you gotta choose when to go at least with try. it. Try, yeah. Yeah, and they chose their way. Yeah, the way that she chose was, I'm not gonna be a part of that thing, which means that I miss an opportunity to bring up a lot of steam for you know Black Lives Matter. I mean, I I respect somebody like that because of their you know integrity and their moral compass, and if they really truly feel like that, that's an opportunity that a lot of people wouldn't turn down. You know what I'm saying? That could have put them on you know. Gave them more exposure uh-huh. doing that than writing the article. Yeah. I respect it, but I just think it's a missed opportunity, and that's just my perspective. Yeah, their perspective is one at which they shouldn't have went to the White House. My perspective would have been one was you should have went to the White yeah. House. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, the next story I got is the Federalis, Federalis, and Apple. So, if you clearly probably not heard of this, if you got a 
iPhone, but yes. Apple, the Bernardino shooting last year, they recovered an iPhone there. And the feds, the government, wants Apple to create a software that will break into the iPhone. Now, the iPhone, if you put in a password wrong 10 times, then it's going to lock you out of the phone completely. You can't get in that phone. It's a wrap on your phone. They want Apple to create a software that creates a backdoor into their phone that keeps that keeps it from, you know, tapping out. Mm-hmm. After 10 You can go past 10 To however many And they want to use A software that Automatically puts A whole bunch of numbers in Until it finds The right one mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Automatically The problem is When you create And this is what Apple said Is that we've put A lot of time A lot of effort Into creating A very Strong Secure device For our users And we don't feel like we should create a software that the government will have a, have a hold of because once you create this thing, you can't uncreate it. And it's not, it, you can't just make that kind of software for just this phone. You have to make it for every phone. Mm-hmm. It will, it can apply to every phone. Android. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it'll apply to Android. It, it would probably most likely apply to Apple. But, well, no, I mean, but if well, somebody they- would. If you make a template for it, somebody will be able to make it and apply it to other things with passwords. uh And so the question has been, is the security of the country and what they can potentially find out from this terrorist act worth the possibility of everybody losing their safety and security in the worst case scenario? And we already don't have a whole lot of it. Exactly. Like honestly, we they have access to a lot of shit that people don't realize and they have access to that sound like a conspiracy theorist, but that's the truth. Like they yeah. they the government already has access to a lot of shit we do as it is. Um I don't know that 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 reasoning, I feel like that's the excuse that's being used for them to do something that they wanted to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Um because not that that wasn't a huge situation, but I just don't know that that incident is one in which, oh, let's just break it, be able to break into everybody's iPhone at any, at any given time whenever we want to. I don't know. Like, I've watched too many conspiracy theory movies because <laughs> to me, to me, they could just give that iPhone to Apple and say, hey, we don't care what y'all do. Get in that phone and give it to us. We know y'all don't have no investment in getting this information and keeping it. Give it to us and just get into it somehow and do it. And I just don't see why Apple couldn't create a very small team, get into that phone, and then give them the information. No. They want them to create a software, give it to us, and let us use it on this phone. And then so that the government phones. is in possession of this thing that can potentially unlock any phones. Because at, any, at a certain point, this is just how this stuff always go. With, with legislation and with these top secret things, it usually go from, hey, we're using this for terrorism. Hey, well, we got murderers out here. We should use it for murderers. Hey, we need to find out if the other drug dealers got drugs and who they texting and stuff. It's, it always get to a point where it go down. Yeah. Just like the... Uh, what is it? The Patriot Act yep. was supposed to be used for terrorism. That's why it was created. It's used in less than 5% of terrorism cases and used in 90% of drug cases. Yep. You know, like, it will always get misused, always get mismanaged, and the government don't have as much integrity as Apple have. That's why I support Apple saying no to the feds and continuing to say no because 
it's not Apple's responsibility to do your job. Y'all been doing this forever without <laughs> this. Y'all been doing this forever. This is what you do. Yeah. And you the government. You got unlimited resources. All of the money that's put in the military, all of the money that's put in that, use some of that money to find a way to get in that phone on your own. Don't be going into these organizations that these politicians are going to use as political political leverage to say, hey, because uh, Donald Trump out here talking about this some, hey, uh, boycott Apple. As I'm he types Apple. on his iPhone, sir. You telling people to boycott some shit that you're using to tell them to boycott. And and the, the, the truth is, the truth of the matter is, if people got to choose between Donald Trump and they iPhone, you know Donald who Trump. Win. I'm sorry, my <laughs> man. It's a wrap. <laughs> These people are not Hell no. about to choose no. you over this iPhone. No. It's a wrap. And they definitely not finna choose the government over Apple. Nope. You know, y'all have conditioned for that Republican Party. Y'all have conditioned people to say no to big government. <laughs> you think it's a good idea to support big government trying to get Apple, the little lowly, you know, capitalist business owner, to give up some of their software, some of their intellectual property for you? No, they not finna do that. No, y'all don't not. need this government. No, they don't. <laughs> And if you don't get information out that phone, then you will find other ways to get that from the people. So, I mean, I don't know. I support Apple. <laughs> I don't even like Apple like that. Me I mean, I like Apple. And, I like both devices. And, I like Android just open source. So I like it because it's just. That's why you know, I like Android. I feel like it's too close. I don't like. I have to come to y'all for every fucking thing. That annoys me. So, well, I don't have an iPhone. I've had an iPhone and an Android and a Galaxy for the last three or four months using them simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And I just sold the iPhone <laughs> mainly because it had the highest retention, highest price retention. Yeah. You know, the old iPhones get more money than the old Android. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I had to go with the most money in this situation. But... <laughs> I like them both. The difference is I'm just not an Apple fanboy. I like Apple, not an Apple fanboy. Me. Yeah. You know. Me. <laughs> you just ain't nowhere on the scale, huh? <laughs> All right. The next story I got is this this gentleman. I don't know his name, but he put he took out a loan in 1987 with the federal federal loan. You know, went to college, didn't graduate. You know, did his thing, and the marshals. U.S. Marshals came to arrest him for a fifteen hundred dollar loan that he took out in nineteen eighty seven. That makes sense. <laughs> that is now thirty six hundred bucks. The Marshals, the U.S. Marshals, <laughs> came out to collect a loan. It's murderers out here. It's killers out here. It's all kind of bad, terrible people out here. But no, we're going to use our government services to go collect this fifteen hundred dollars, which is now thirty six, from from this gentleman. We're going to use government resources, taxpayer money, to go collect this loan. They don't even send marshals out for people that, like, for tax evasion shit. Like, like if he had evaded his taxes, if it wasn't a loan, if it was, like, back taxes he owed, they wouldn't have well, sent the Well, I mean, the IRS, they can freeze your bank account. Well, yeah, so they can make true. sure you don't do nothing money related. This is true. <laughs> You're going to be able to get gas. You're going to call the IRS and say, sorry, your car going to be stuck there for a minute. You know, that's how the IRS operate. They, they, they so dirty. Petty. But it's like that moment like I don't know. This is how I look at loans. <laughs> if if a dude across you know the in another apartment building across from me say, Hey, I heard you want to go to school. I got thirty thousand dollars for you if you want to go. 
You know, and mm-hmm. you can pay me back later. Okay, cool. If you loan me that money and I don't give it back, you you silly one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're silly. <laughs> I got $30,000. <laughs> you're out of $30,000. Now, as we know from movies, from TV, if you owe somebody some money in a criminal organization, a loan shark or anything, they kill you. you're going to die. <laughs> yes. A painful death too. Exactly. They ain't gonna just kill you. Torture. You're gonna die. But yeah. Yeah, I've always had an idea that look, as long as I owe you, you'll never be broke. I mean, <laughs> that works for you, not the person you owe the money exactly. to. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but it's crazy because it gets to a point where I would rather never get my money back than show you and other people that you can't do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for it to get to a point that they got that mob mentality. They got that <laughs> I'm gonna get rid of you mentality because if they if they were to take this man to jail, it's like I would rather get rid of you than get my money back to show you that you can't do this. Yeah, you know, and it kind of represents the private sector taking advantage of the U.S. government because even though it was a federal loan, it was sent to a collection agency, which they made him sign a a plan with a collection agency that's not a government collection agency to pay the loan back. Wow. So the the private sector gets to use the federal government to do their dirty work, to collect their money, to do their bidding. Them it's, loans, man. It's crazy to me, man. I ain't with it. It's that whole system of like student loan, it's so fucked. Like it's ridiculous. It's like they they America has convinced us that when we go to school, it's going to be normal when you get out to be in such debt that you'll be paying it off for the next 20 years. It's people that's that it's teachers in my past that have told me that. Well, yeah. you know, you'll be paying loans for 20 years after. Why? Why why does it have to be like that? Why is school so expensive? And that's the thing. It you don't get a return on that money. Like you're not going to it whatever job that you get unless it's something mm-hmm. like a fucking doctor, aerospace engineer, something like that. It's going to take you 20, 30 years to pay the amount of money because you're not going to be making that much with a degree. Like, it's you don't get a return on the money that you are going to be spending out for real. Like, you'll be paying them loans back forever. I say this as somebody who's still currently paying back loans <laughs> and will be paying them forever. <laughs> I wish I could say I was paying back loans. Actually, I don't. <laughs> uh if you are listening to this podcast, Lone People, <laughs> um, I stand by what I just said. Y'all better come and get me. When they start being able to send assassins after us, I promise you, I'm just going to Mexico. <laughs> Legislation going to have assassins after us from these lone folks. These lone folks are going to start going on the black market looking for you know, give a list of people and say they just going to send people to shake you up. I consolidated mine and got them down to like the, based on what I make and what I'm making shit so it's not a lot but and because of that even when you do that it doubles the amount of time it's gonna take you to pay the loan back so again it's like I pay out all of this money and we give we tell kids oh you know do good in school so you can go to college and oh you need a degree but what you don't say is that when you get that degree it will help you but it isn't gonna help you enough cause now getting a bachelor's degree everybody get everybody go to school now yeah, it's, like it's, bachelor's degrees are a dime a dozen now. So now it's these more advanced degrees. That's more money. You know, it's just 
And school shouldn't be as much as it is. It's so it should not expensive. be much as it is. Oh I God. mean, and then these older, one, the older generation people are sitting out here talking about some, oh, y'all just, y'all that microwave generation. Y'all just want everything fast and y'all just want everything to come for you. It don't work. You know what I'm saying? You want, you know, pro, uh, increases in funding. Like, I hope they recognize that their generation, if not them, their counterparts, the people that's in the same age bracket as them, created the society we live in. Yeah. Because their education was $4,000. They can get a whole college education for $4,000. It's $40,000 now. Well, one of your comrades did that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This 1%, the, the, problem, the problems with our society, your generation started that. Their yeah. generation created that. And now... I got to pay $40,000 for the same degree that they spent $4,000 for and they got to create an America that had all of that stuff and now I can't do nothing with my degree. No. Not to mention and the, another thing that and this is our, this is just from like if you like a therapist standpoint but even after you get the degree you're not done paying out money because then there's licensing fees and there's that whole situation so even as you're paying back the money for the loans, you're also paying out money to, to for the career because there's all of this other stuff that you have to do. Same way if you become a doctor. Like, it's so many other things after you even get the degree that costs money. Listen, Sally Mae, Navian, <laughs> Freddie Mae, any of y'all, listen. Listen. <laughs> y'all ain't have no business giving an 18-year-old out of college no $10,000 at a time. Let me tell you that, number one. Number two... You ain't had no business doing that when he turned 23. <laughs> Number four, you didn't have no business doing that again when he turned 27. Okay? Y'all made poor decisions to give people a whole bunch of money that they may or may not pay back. Yeah. And I'm getting to the point now where I'd rather have to dig a hole, live in a hole, and just grow my own garden and have animals in the garden before I get ready to pay this stuff back. On my terms. I'm not saying I don't owe it. I'm very responsible for every single bit of that money that I owe. But when y'all call me and I tell y'all that I don't make but $1,500 a month and I have 100 expendable dollars a month and they come back and say, okay, well, we came up with $700 that you can pay a month. <laughs> so you want me to not be able to exist out here. You don't want me to be able to pay my car note. You don't want me to be out here paying my rent. You don't want me to even be able to pay the phone that y'all going to be able to call me on so that y'all can tell me that I owe oh, money that I can't funny. pay. That So they'll happen with that, you know, on my terms. <laughs> on my terms now. <laughs> I'm sorry. If y'all are listening to this podcast, I'm not sorry. I just lied. Terrible, <laughs> hilarious. It's it's really crazy. Like I've always been of the mindset, and if I ever have any offspring, and that changes from day to day, I've always said I would not force my kids to go to college because I think if you look at the people that like are extremely wealthy, a lot of them didn't go. I mean that that's luck and a bunch of other shit that goes into that, but you can do it with that so i would never like you going to college but you're not gonna stay in my house so you're gonna have to have a plan because you're not staying here but i would never like force them to go to college like i would never like oh you're getting a degree no if you have another avenue that you can take and support yourself by all means because college is not for everybody everybody is not school is just not for everybody it's just really not i tell the kids on my caseload i tell them that college is important 
not because of what you learn, but because the rest of the world takes that piece of paper oh, you get yeah. at the end seriously. When I graduated from UAB, at the end of my whole journey, I got a pen that said UAB. <laughs> and you know what? I may or may not have the knowledge I'm supposed to have. The only thing that UAB know, the only thing that that dude who shook my hand knows for certain is that I paid them $50,000. That's all he knows. He don't know what I know. I mean, I think he got to have faith in the system that they held me to standards and taught me what they supposed to be. At the end of the day, all they know is I paid that exorbitant fee yep. of what they charged yep. and I got through the program. That's all they know at the end. I and mean, you know what? That $50,000 got me a little pen. It's so fucking... Books? Books are so expensive. And then when you sell them back, you don't even get half of It's ridiculous. Like, the system is so terrible. And then they don't ridiculous. even let teachers use old editions anymore. Nope. They truly, genuinely encourage these teachers oh, yeah. to push the next edition, push the next edition every year. Just so you can go back and sell these books and give these students that paid $120 when they got out of that loan, you're going to give them back a little bit of 20 Yep. I worked as an admin at a university before I went back to grad school. And I can tell you for a fact, yes, book pub. And the thing about it is what people don't realize, the prof they don't pay for them books. Book publishers come around or they send out, the they'll send them copies of the books for free because they want you to use it so that they can charge your students a fucking ridiculous amount of money but they do encourage them to use a new edition and here's the thing the, the editions there is not that many differences mm -hmm. like to justify me buying a whole nother fucking book like usually the difference is, is it's really not that much I got two different human development books mm -hmm. two different editions exact same on the inside <laughs> they might have went through the whole documentation file and found like a word like retarded and changed it to intellectually disabled <laughs> they might have and you could go into adobe and hit find and, and substitute the them words like i'm sure they just went in found words that were just no longer politically correct changed those words and then went back on to where they was at yep. and they might have you know went to search and went to like outdated techniques and saying okay this techniques has been updated let's update this chapter yeah. these pages but it is not worth paying 180 dollars twice it's really it's not. not. And the thing about even when you can sell the books back, even when they are going to use the book the next semester, they give you $20 for this $120 book and then they turn around and sell it for 110 That's a discount in getting a used book as opposed to a new book. Like $110 versus $120. Like, Mind you, a used book that they gave a student $25 exactly. for. Like that's all they got back for, but they're turning around and selling it to you for almost the full price of the fucking book if you bought it new like it's ridiculous like that whole system Listen, is so ridiculous I done said this before and I'm gonna say it again and I believe this America is a scam <laughs> America is a well structured Ponzi scheme that's <laughs> yeah. all it is it is just set up very well for you to take a part in a whole bunch of these systems and get mm -hmm. very little on your return working forever they tell you you got to work from when you 16 to 60 at a regular job, and that's it. You, you ain't got nothing to show for after that. You might have put some money off into Social Security that the government is mishandling and is trying to find a way not to give you at this point. Yep. You know, anything you do in America, you can take a part in all of these systems, but at the end of the day, you don't get your return or interest in none of them. It's a lucky few that get some, but not everybody. 
and it sucks. It does bad, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's why when shit goes south, going to Amsterdam. <laughs> Not for the weed. <laughs> I don't smoke. The American dollar is valued most in, I think, Amsterdam. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I got my passport ready because I've said once before, if Trump gets in office, if that if that shit actually happens, I will not live in a country that is run by Donald Trump. I won't. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to see what the fuck he's going to do. Go I don't want no parts of it, so I'm leaving. Canada. Me and Kingston... <laughs> Hit him up and move him out. <laughs> I can't do it. I gotcha. Well, that's all I got for deliberate nonsense. Alrighty. You got anything else on your mind? Um, I don't. I would like to say that I do not apologize for singing This Is a Song That Doesn't End Last Week. And I hope that it was stuck in everybody's head for like the whole week. Probably was. I I'm feel sure it was. very good about that. Um didn't bother me at all. I, I thought it was great. Okay, well. So, for anybody that, you know, was like, damn it, this song. Look, if y'all want a list of things that she hates, I probably <laughs> got about three. I can sneak some more out, I'm pretty sure, in random conversation. But I will let you know, Captain America is one of them. Don't y'all send me send no Captain America. Send her Captain America si- pictures, look, shirts. Listen. Whatever. He whack. He is whack. He's the wackest superhero of all of them. He is not. He whack as fuck. He is. I'm sorry. Look, the leader heroes are always whack like that. Cyclops is whack too. I like Cyclops. At least he actually had a fucking power. Burn the shit out of you. Take them glasses off and it's over. But no. All right. He sucks. He's a what? If y'all want us to do an ex- a Marvel <laughs> DC episode, we can absolutely do that. And you can hear more about why I think Captain America sucks. Because I have a whole fucking list of reasons why. He's the worst. The worst. All right. So, we don't need to go in this now. That's no. what she's saying. Yes. Because we'll be here all day. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, I guess that's it. Till we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.